0: The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over in Physically Present, in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager, $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms.
2: Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at
0: chopsticksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe.
1: Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan.
3: Hi, Alex. I was going to make a a one of a kind joke, like um, Rave because it's the five star special, woo! But um, I, I then I realized that Gato Move just had a tournament called one of a kind, so it's kind of it's kind of game infringement. I have no joke otherwise, um, but we have a special guest today, and I think that's a lot more cooler than most of my jokes anyway, so take it
1: away. We do indeed. Uh, For the first time ever, we have our old pal, uh, Scott, Scotty Wrestling. Uh, Scott writes for Voices of Wrestling, Last Word on Sports, Inside the Ropes, Fight Game Media. He does his own podcast called Wrestling with Edwards, and he is also a part of a brand new podcast called the Five Star Joshi Podcast on the Fight Game Media Patreon Alongside uh, Parker Klein, as many of you may know, he was a guest of ours uh, for the All Star Dream Cinderella preview. But um, yeah, we're very happy to have Scott. Scott, how are you?
2: I have never realized how many things I do until you had to read them all off. You should have. Dude, read
3: you a... do so much shit, like every day. I was like, how does this guy cram this? Like, I I write an article like a week at most. And you're just like, yeah, I I did like six today. It was, it was kind of a light day. I was like, shut the fuck up. What are you? Are you like, are you a mod? Like what, like you're a machine. What is happening? But yeah. Um, I love you, Scott. And I'm happy that you're here. Uh, and yes, you do a lot of things and you're really
2: good at them. I'm very happy to be here and thank you for those kind words. Um, I would say it's about time and I was going to do the whole like uh rock thing. and I was like, finally, but I didn't do that. So (laughs) I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to say hello, everyone, and I'm happy to be here.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a coincidence that we've only got you on now that you have your own podcast <laughs> with Parker. Like we, like me mm, and Dylan, okay? For, for, for people who don't understand, me and Dylan never shut the fuck up, okay? So as much as we would love to have guests, a third mouth is just too much. Like I would be editing for like four hours. So we kind of save the guests for rare occasions because Dylan and I never shut up, as I'm sure you all know by now um and so you know we we've squeezed in scott this time uh we squeezed in parker before and i'm sure we'll have people on uh going forward but yeah we don't uh we try not to do too many because me and dylan talk a lot anyway so get with all the talking out of the way this is our five star grand prix special it's the most wonderful time of the year uh stardom's gearing up for its biggest tournament of the year Um, I'm excited. Dylan's excited. Scott is excited. So let's just not fluff around. Uh, Final day of this tournament is looking sweet. This is in the Oat Award Gymnasium. Uh, Tickets are, I believe, selling well. They've sold out all the VIP tickets already, uh, which is pretty chill. Um, But this is the key date of the tournament. Uh, This is where there's a number of big matches and you can kind of gleam from these matches what wrestlers are going to be in contention on this final day. So let's just take a look at the card for the moment, or at least like the important matches. Uh, so to me, Mumwanabe versus Julia really stands out as a potential block decider. Uh, Mayu Iwitani versus Starlight Kid feels like a match where Kid could beat Mayu and knock her out of contention. Uh, Tam Nakano versus Utami feels like a kind of oh you know winner stays in contention or you know if one of them wins the other one is knocked out kind of match uh the same goes for suri versus takumi roha i think that's going to be your block final kind of in air quotes i feel like that is going to be the big match where the result of that one is probably going to decide who goes through to the finals and also then there's kanami versus Mika. i feel like one of the two if not both will be in contention in that final day and that might be might be a match to look out for because really if the winner comes from, you know, the the Momo Julia Mayu block, then they could easily face a Konami or a Micah in the final, and they might sneak in. So to me, that's kind of those are the key matches, I guess, of the last day. Um, Dylan, I don't know if you have any that you'd add, but kind of what's your read on that final day?
3: Um, yeah, the final day is huge, but um, I I have it a little bit more top heavy. Um, I I don't see a lot of contention um on the Blue Stars side. I see. Takumi runs away with, like, the entire tournament, and so does Shuri, and they're pretty much the only—and Utami, technically, but I, they're pretty much—no, the, actually, yeah, just Shuri and Takumi on the final day are the only ones in contention, technically Tam, but only on, like, very strict mathematics, because um, I, I, I only see Takumi losing to Tam and then, like, drawing with Utami. Um, I don't see her losing to anybody else, honestly, because I just—I don't know. I, I I'm kind of— expecting a lot out of takumi in terms of just like straight up winning a lot um and same with shuri obviously but so i don't really see a lot of contention on that side the red block is a bit more interesting for the final day at least because um i I do have you know julia momo kind of around the same point system around on the last day i see mayu and kid actually i see kid beating mayu and then them both ending at 10 points so kid is Equal to Mayu, but technically beats her in terms of you know having that advantage over. her. I think that would be a really interesting story to have Kid you know not surpass her, but to prove equal to her, even if it's in you know you know negative fashion. She uses a chair, the fucking stick, or something. I think that any of that works, and I think if Kid gets up to ten points, Mayu gets up to ten points. I don't think either of them really need to be like in contention at that point. I think that the story there is set, um, and yeah, I, I other than that. You know, I think Micah versus Konami. I think Konami is going to do really good in this tournament, but I feel like Micah is probably going to take the win on that last day so that Konami stays a little bit lower. Um, I have her at 10 points. That's what I'm predicting, and Micah at like eight. So um, to get Micah that, you know, above six points and keep Konami, you know, from getting too high, I think that that's a good um, spot for both of them. I think Micah takes the win there. Um, Otherwise, I think Utami beats Tam because I feel like, that's maybe just a me thing, but I want the red belt to prove that's better than the white belt, since everybody knows it is. Cough, cough, just saying. Um, and, yeah, I think it's a really interesting final night. I see uh, – yeah, I'll get into the winners afterwards. I'll, I'll let Scott talk first. But, yeah, I think it's a really interesting final night because it has a lot of moving parts in it. Even if I don't think that there's, like, a million winners as much as um you might, I, I think that there are so many moving parts in it. That will definitely be an interesting um night of wrestling for
2: sure. I think you both really, you know, touched on my thoughts in the sense that when it comes to Momo versus Julia, like to me, the that is the Red Stars like final match because Mayu versus Kid is where I have a lot of interest in, not just because of uh, the match itself and how good it can be, but like you said, the story of Kid wanting to be on Mayu's level and. If kids ever able to still win there, then does kid already feel like she's on my youth level? So a lot of intrigue there for me. uh, Tam Nakano versus Utami. I'm thinking goes to a draw. I just have a tough time thinking that um, they have either one win, and I think that's also a way to keep Utami from winning the tournament, even though she's probably going to be in more contention. Um, And then like Dylan and Alex said Sherry versus Takumi Roha is like the match of this night to me I feel like this not only should be the main event even though you know I know people I know some people have problems with like um, a marvelous wrestler being in the main event of a stardom show but this is Takumi Roha people like this there's a reason she's in this tournament and there's a reason she's a favorite instantly like she is one of the best in the world for a reason. And to me, this match makes my brain hurt because I yeah. don't know who's going to win it. I do not yeah. I do not know because whoever wins this not only has a chance to win the entire tournament, but has a chance to make it, um, has a chance to beat Utami in a sense. And I know saying that with Takumi is crazy, but... I just don't rule anything out when it comes to uh, Takumi in stardom because it's literally a year ago she beat the red belt champion in the middle of the ring. So why would it be that crazy to think that Rossi would not only believe in her to, you know, have that big match with Utami, but main event a stardom pay-per-view and, you know, make the world think, hey, maybe she does take the belt um and then konami and micah i like the thought that you guys have where like this has meaning because konami's been one of the most protected wrestlers in all stardom even if people don't like to acknowledge that um i i think i'm more on the (laughs) side with dylan that i'm seeing konami maybe be in more contention than micah but micah's micah's my wild card If that makes sense, like Mm -hmm. she could do really, really good and finish top three or she could be, you know, right above the uh, Azumi, Unagi and Ruaka. Like it's a really confusing but interesting part. Uh, But for me, yeah, that final day is incredible. And I'm even more interested in Utami versus Takumi in this tournament. But we'll get to that later.
1: Mm hmm.
3: Yeah, to to touch on something that you just said, sorry, but uh, to touch on something you said, um, Micah. So so the blue the blue block when I was like writing out my uh, my not the spreadsheet but I I wrote on the on the tournament card that you sent me, Scott. Thank you for that, by the way. I was writing out like uh like the 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 maths of it, and one. Is that I couldn't figure out if Micah was going to be like a six point Andy or like a ten point Andy. And that's a lot of like in between there because like a six point versus ten point is very drastically different. Even if it's only two wins, it just feels different. Right. I have her at eight points like that's just sort of like middle of the road. But um, but also the thing is, is that I wrote out the entire uh, tournament and like who was going to win except for Shuri and Takumi. And I had to wait until the very end. I just had to sit there and think really, really hard. Cause it took me a good like ten minutes to be like, who wins that match? You know, like who who does that? Cause like that's a very hard match to predict, um, and it's also the most important match to predict because then it leads up to the finals. Um, I don't know. Are we gonna move on to the finals now, or or should are we gonna get into a little bit more? Cause there are um, more things to talk about. Up to are
2: you. the finals the day of? Like,
1: uh, will I think the right yeah.
2: right? Holy shit! Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Loaded card. Um, I was gonna leave the final until later. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I mean, we can get into it now if you want. Uh, because we'd be going into like our favorite matches next, and I feel like that's a bit of a bit of a jump. Um, so yeah, we can talk about the final now. Um, I don't mind.
3: Okay. Um, so I personally see it being Julia versus Takumi. Um, in the final, Uh, I think Takumi beats Shuri. I think Julia beats Momo. Um, and I think that Takumi wins um, and defeats Julia in around 27 minutes. That's my that's my prediction, is that it'll be around there. So I think Takumi can definitely go, you know, 25 plus. We just saw her wrestle Hibiki in a, what, 26-minute match, and it was, mm-hmm. you know, really good. So, well, I liked it because I'm a big Hibiki fan, besides the point. Um, and I see Takumi winning because um, I think that in that final with Takumi versus Julia – it's a matter of, does Utami's reign stay alive into the fall and the winter? Um, if not, then I think Julia beats Takumi. But if so, I think Takumi beats Julia. And I prefer Utami's reign to survive a little bit longer. I think that, especially with the way that the the last world championship match against Natsuko went, I really want to see Utami end on a high Um And really like have a have another like match the year candidate with Takumi, which I believe that she really really can um, on a big stage, and I think that would be a great final defense, or maybe you know one more against Konami. I actually have Konami beating both Utami and Tam, so I I see Konami even if she doesn't like end in contention. I see that she's gonna you know have a lot of things to do afterwards. Um, But besides the point. I think that Takumi winning here and then facing Utami, probably losing to Utami, I think that's the best way to go. Um, it's a fresh matchup in comparison to, you know, Sherry and Momo, even though I'd love to see, you know, Sherry versus Utami again or Momo versus Utami again. I think Takumi is the fresh matchup. And I think that the second Julia is in a match for the red belt, she's going to win the red belt. So I don't think we need that yet. Um, maybe a little bit closer to the end of the year. I don't think she needs to win this tournament to be in contention. I feel like me and Alex are talking about all the time that it's like Julia theoretically could just like enter the ring and be like, I want the red belt and Rossi will give her the b- match like the next day. It doesn't really matter. Like in storyline, that's just how Julia is. So I don't think she needs the tournament. I think her going to the final against Takumi would be a great way to do it. Um, You know, given Julia a loss, I don't think Julia like can't take losses. I think that, you know, a loss to Takumi is definitely not anything to slide about and yeah i th- i think
1: takumi's the best choice to to win the whole thing yeah um you you kind of went <laughs> a bit there uh from your final to 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 your winner um, Sorry, but That's my you bad. know <laughs> yeah um scott who, what do you think could be the uh the final so
2: i okay so i've thought about this for like weeks upon weeks um and then once takumi was announced i was like oh so all that thought was useless um yeah that being said, uh, I don't have Takumi winning the Blue Stars block. And that is because I think she beats Utami in the tournament to get a title match. I think mm-hmm. that's how she gets there. And if the only loss she has is against Siri, I'm actually expecting two losses for Roja. And I expect one of them to be like a quick roll up or something by like Azumi out of nowhere. Um, but I think the reason that i'm going with shiri is just the year and the role she has been on i feel like in the end a you know all stardom final just makes the most sense and it's difficult because this block like everyone knows is absolutely stacked and Mm -hmm. while i don't see the likes of a saya kamitani and tam nakano winning um, they have a lot of intrigue with me of who they'll beat and who they'll uh, lose to because, mm-hmm. you know, that could shake up a lot come that last day. Uh, but when it comes to my final Sherry for my blue stars and then as much as I wanted Momo to be the red stars block, I can't get myself to commit to that. So I'm still going with Julia versus Sherry. I just think that is the match they are kind of building to by keeping them tag team champions as well, heading into the tournament. And that way, you can do the Takumi-Utami match before the Julie or Siri-Utami match. See, I didn't give away my winner. I saved myself there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's kind of reminiscent of what they did with Mayu last year when Mayu faced Takumi before um, losing it to Utami, if I'm not mistaken. So I yeah. think they could, you know, try you know, copy and paste from last year and no one would complain if they gave Utami one more big win over Takumi Roha in a match that they've been teasing for almost
1: a year now. Definitely. Yeah. Um I think my I have a lot of different finals that I think could happen. Um Currently, I, I feel like I'm leaning towards like a, a mid, upper mid card uh, wrestler kind of slotting in just because uh, originally I thought Julian and Siri would be the final because I thought the final itself would be on the 25th and like the last day of the blocks would be like the day or two before. um So initially I was like, oh, well, your final is going to be like Julian and Siri to sell tickets. But knowing that that's on the same day as the group stuff, I feel like you could have like a Momo Watanabe and Mika in the final, or something like a Koguma against Suri, or you know anything along those lines. So I think, based on some of my winners, like it would be something maybe like a Momo Watanabe versus Mika, um, or else maybe like Mayu versus God, Mayu versus Suri, maybe in a rematch, I think that could, that, that could would be, possible. I would take that. Did yeah, you say Koguma? Koguma, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think, Koguma uh, has been, she's been, Koguma's pushed pretty points. hard. She's getting oh, yeah, eight like, points. At the very she, least. She's
3: at least getting eight points, yeah. Like, I, I think, like, like I, like I broke, um, Scott's, scott's brain a few weeks ago on twitter kagama has pinfall victories over julia and konami so like it's it's not it's not hard to see that like she has a little bit of stock to her um it's it's hard when she's put up against certain wrestlers to like you know exactly who she's going to beat and who she's going to lose to um but i think Kagma's definitely up there i think it is interesting that you bring that up alex because they do like to do that um with the five star they've done it very frequently um mm-hmm. You know, last year it was Jumbo. Jumbo was the slot in against Utami. Um, the year before that, it was Ko- Konami who slotted in against um, ha- Hana. And uh, the year before that it was Utami who slotted in against Mayu. Um, I can't remember the year before that who what that was final was. Tony
1: and Yoko, was, was that? Yeah, I
3: think it was. Yes, yes. So, so again, I mean, Tony ended up winning, and that's kind of besides the point. But you, you get what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but you get what i mean that it's it's very frequently in the five star that goes to a a um you know top star versus somebody who's like an upper mid carter who could win they, they do the heroic the hiroki goto thing very frequently um mm-hmm. where they just sort of slot them in and it's like hey i mean theoretically they could win they usually don't but like they could like it, it's not unrealistic so i think that 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 is coming from a smarter place than maybe um maybe me and sky are going for but I think that just makes me think, oh, it's, maybe it's Momo versus Takumi, and, oh, excuse me, and Takumi beats Momo. Because um, mm-hmm. I, think, I think Momo currently is that upper mid Um and everybody's... Every, but I think people would be cool with Takumi beating Momo. I don't think anybody would be upset about that. Because like, people get upset when Momo loses. I think Takumi beating Momo would be a, a good... I think everybody would be happy with that, pretty much. That isn't stupid and doesn't like Marvelous.
1: I felt like Scott was going to pass a comment there on nobody would care about Momo losing but he I likes Takumi, going, so I was going
2: I was going to say something and then I was like, "Oh, you're talking about Takumi. I don't
1: that would be fine." Well, no. That and that's the thing is that me and Scott, me and Scott
3: are big Momo's fans, um as I'm sure many mm-hmm. of you know. Big fans of Momo's. So, those are pretty much the two people I'm trying to like protect in this tournament. It's very hard to protect Azumi in this tournament cuz she's going to lose. She's going to lose a lot, right. you know. Yeah. Um so I I sort of this is a bit of a sidetrack, but I have Azumi actually beating Tam. Um, Like just with the roll up and then, you know, getting six points or something like having a pretty low total but getting a win over white belt champion. um, Because I remember she said in an interview about this that her her, all of her, her main goals are the champions and Unagi, those are the people that she really wants to beat. I don't <laughs> see her beating them, Tommy. No, like legit. Like she's like she's like yeah. I I am not in the same I'm not in the same block as the high speed champion. So uh, I just want to beat all the champions and Unagi because fuck Unagi. <laughs> like that was pretty much that was pretty much the the beginning and end of what Izumi feels about this tournament. So I feel like her getting a win over um, Tam would be a, a good little thing. Maybe she can challenge Tam and then lose. Um, I wouldn't mind that. Um, and I always think that Azumi should get, like, a big win once in a while, even if she doesn't win the whole thing. As for Momo, I only have Momo losing to fucking Fukigen. Um, I think I think that's one of Fukigen's only wins, is beating Momo via, like, roll-up. And Momo just gets fucking pissed off. Because you know how mad she gets when she gets, like, rolled mm-hmm. up and it's bogus. It's so funny. Like, it is so hilarious that she gets just so angry. I feel like that's exactly what they want. And then, you know, like I said, the time against Mina or, you know, losing to Mina or something to do with fucking Mina getting a few more points than nothing. Uh, so I, I see I see Momo being pretty protected. I see Azumi being pretty protected. Um, and that's why I say, you know, I try to protect Momo as much as possible. I think if Momo went to the final and lost t- to Takumi, I don't think anybody would be upset about that. Any Momo fan would be upset about that because Momo is pretty dope, but so is Takumi. and I think people... Um, I'm saying that people would prefer if Momo lost to Kumi than to Julia. I think that's the best way to put it.
2: It's are you are you both fun. sending Momo to the final?
1: Hmm. Yeah. I'm sending Julia still.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Give, give think, it a give I it a few. Momo, I'm I, going further. Don't you worry.
2: Don't yes. do this. <laughs> don't I think, do this. <laughs> I think,
3: you know, actually, I, I was thinking about it last night because Julia won that, that um, six-man, right? The the big um, red block thing. And she's like, I am simply going to win. And it sort of made me think, you know what? Nah, you ain't. You ain't going to do nothing. You're going to lose. Yeah. And for a second, I was like, I think Momo's got this. But then I woke up this morning. Um, life hit me. I realized I had to work today. And I was like, life sucks. Julia's beating Momo. <laughs> There's nothing good to it. Like, that's it. I mean, I like Julia, but, you know, it, it's how
1: it has to be. Fair enough. Um, before we get any further uh, away, uh, let's go to my next topic, which is your favorite matches. Uh, Scott, I think we'll kick off with you. What are some of your like most anticipated matches of the tournament? Say, give me a, a, like, a top three.
2: Well, I was going to say all nine of Takumi's, but okay. <laughs> um, because it's... Okay, so I'll give you a top three in a second, but just think okay. about the fact that every single one of her matches has like this immense immense, like, intrigue with it. Because, like, even her fighting Ruaka and Inagi, because she's going to kill Inagi, and her and Ruaka could just, you know, smash there. each other, which is, like, fun in itself. And I think her and Izumi going to have great chemistry. I'm not going to go through them all. But uh for my top three, I will go Momo versus Julia. This is not in order, by the way. Uh, Momo versus Julia, because that is a match that I think I've been waiting for a lot of people have been waiting for the only time they've done it is in the Cinderella and it was four minutes long, which hurts me inside. Just thinking about how short of a match that was. Um, yeah, no, that made me mad. Utami versus Takumi, uh, just because of how big of a match that is and the possibilities that can come from it, AKA a potential title match afterwards. And, I'm going to be boring and go Sherry and Aroha because it's the first time they'll ever face off in singles competition and they both kick and I like kicks. So that's the, that's the secret to uh, me liking a match. That's
3: fair. Um, I'm going to try to stay away from this because I think all three of us are are pretty good, Um, but I'm going to try to stay away from that. I think Mayu versus Excuse me. I'm drinking a monster again. That's why I'm burping so much. I apologize. Oh um I think Mayu versus Jumbo. Um they they I just like them together. I think they're a good pairing. Um, which is a very random pairing, but I just really enjoy that pairing. Uh Takumi versus Kamatani, the one who ruined her her surprise. I think that <laughs> that would be a pretty fun one. Um I, I think I think Takumi and not to get on the same, you know role that that scott was getting on but i think takumi just like murdering some of these people and some of these people just interacting with takumi is going to be really really interesting um i also think you know azumi and takumi is probably maybe not my third oh azumi versus shuri is my third because i feel like azumi and shuri have really really good chemistry and last year their their match was really like huge because it was one of shuri's only like true losses was when she lost to azumi and it was like a really big deal um I think that's a really interesting match. Um I think a lot of Azumi's matches are interesting, even though she's probably going to lose them, most of them. I really want to see her beat Tam. I already said that. Um I think that that would be interesting. Uh Yeah, I, I'm kind of going more than three, but, you know, Momo versus fucking everybody. I love Momo. All yeah, right, I, yeah, I, I leave, some for yeah. The, leave some for me, ahead, okay? Leave,
1: leave <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I might have missed it. Did either of you say Tommy versus Siri? Uh, No. We know that's really cool that's really weird isn't that like because i'm not gonna say it either <laughs> which is like so weird um I happened, think the reason the reason the reason is because it's buried in like september 5th in ibaraki and while the yeah. venue the venue it's in does see over a thousand people i don't know how well they're gonna do there so i feel like they're gonna give it a uh, very much half effort um so that's why i'm leaving that out but my top three um I think Suri versus Takumi is obvious my obvious number one like that's a match that I've wanted for a long time uh when I realized they had never wrestled before I got very upset and uh I was watching some of their tag matches recently where they like interacted with each other crazy chemistry that's gonna be maybe up there with Utami versus Siri uh, after it happens i I think it could be amazing um number two I think is momo and mayu that's day one that's yokohama yeah. but so you know they're going to be going all out. They're going to be kind of well-rested after having the week off. And as we know, I mean, they have excellent chemistry. Like, Momo and Maya are incapable of having a bad match, so I think they could really steal the tournament very early on. And um, my surprise number three is actually Mika versus Takumi. I think... Micah is somebody who I really like, especially when she's in there with certain wrestlers. And I feel like Takumi is somebody who could bring the best out of out of Micah. I feel like that could be a really, really interesting match. Um so that's my number three. Um but I, I'm probably forgetting some. Like there are obviously great matches, a lot of great matches, but those are just three that I myself am kinda like, yeah, I'm excited to see that one, you know. Um, I just wanted to
2: also toss in Julia versus Starlight Kid because I love their match mm-hmm. from earlier this year. And heal Starlight Kid versus Julia could be um, even more fun because Starlight Kid as a jerk is the best. Who do you think wins that one? Do you think there's going to be a shocker? I do, actually. I think Kid could steal that one. Um, But I don't think she's going to be – I think she's going to be around eight points. And Julia needs to lose somewhere. So I feel like uh, maybe a Kid loss and then either DDM members would make a lot of sense.
3: See, yeah. I don't have Julia losing to to um kid. I actually have her losing to Saki and Natsupoy. Um, oh, I think, Saki, I think, I I think Saki's kind of been like built up when it comes to Julia. That it's like I feel like Saki's just gonna get that revival. Honestly, for somebody who as as everybody knows is not huge on Saki, I have her at like eight ten points. Um, I have she's f- quite high. Um, because she's just gonna revival everyone. Um, I have her actually beating Kid, Mina, Fukigen, and Julia um at least like that those are my those are my four set for her um and yeah i i i don't know i okay you know what i'm, I'm gonna sidetrack this alex this is my show now just so you know um <laughs> so i i have a few a few wrestlers that i sort of like want post to you guys to see like how do you think their tournament's gonna go Mayu and Hi. tam though apparently my dog does not like that idea but i'm gonna continue <laughs> anyway um yeah so so my you and tam because i feel like Mayu is like coming out of that big Oedo arc. So I don't really see her losing to any Oedo Tai members except for Kid. Um but I don't know how she's going to do. I don't know like if she's going to be out of the slump fully or if she's going to end up with like six points and be like, "Yeah, I still suck." It kind of sucks. Because I feel like after beating um Oedo Tai like fucking John Cena and just beating them all, like I think after that she shouldn't really be in that slump anymore. Cuz then it's going to look really bad for Oedo Tai who just got beat their asses by somebody who is still actively terrible at wrestling um not not like literally (laughs) you get what i mean like terrible at winning a match so i think that mayu probably overperforms. but how do you guys think um mayu's tournament's gonna go because she she's always kind of a wild card because she is the most experienced um wrestler in stardom at least so she's done the most things she's won the most belts so where does she go from here and where does she go in the in the five star
2: as opposed to either of you Am, am i going first yeah, take it away. All right. Um, you bring up Mayu, first of all. Just remind me that Mayu versus Jamaica could be great since you know the, yeah. Cinder- the Cinderella version was ruined by Oedo Tai. That being said, um, I have Mayu either finishing second or third. Uh, I think she's going to have a phenomenal tournament, mostly because she's just Mayu. And I do think the slump is indeed over. I think that's the entire goal of that Oedo Tai gauntlet match uh, when it comes to who she might lose to uh i feel like you know saki does always make sense because she somehow doesn't figure that out um even though she did finally i could see that being possible um maybe she loses to momo on night one since i know there's a trend yeah. where she doesn't win on night one which is kind of crazy i could see her and julia going to like a draw Um, I know people hate draws, but like sometimes they're useful, especially in tournaments, if you don't overuse them, um, and 20 minutes isn't that bad. Um, but overall, I think it's, it would be dumb of me not to assume Mayu's at least in the hunt come the last day. And I think having kid ruin that is just the perfect storytelling in a sense, because, kid really, really wants to show that she is on Mayu's level and not her sh- inner shadow anymore. So, um, come the last day, I think Mayu has a legitimate chance to win with a win, but in the end, she loses and might finish second or third, depending where um, either Momo or Julia
1: are in points. Mm-hmm. I think um, Mayu is going to finish tied for first or tied for second. I think she goes into the last day probably leading the block and then loses to kid i think everybody and their dog knows kid is beating mayu on that last day and then you know that'll set up julia versus momo as the you know winner goes through to the final kind of match i think mayu uh, is going to definitely going to be in the hunt but i think kid kid knocks her out effectively
3: you know alex so you're you're big on like this idea that you know um mate carter goes into the final does kid have any chance of going to the final and losing to a a shuri or a takumi or something do you think that that's possible i know you're you're you know spoiler alert kind of thinking momo wins the entire thing but Mm -hmm. do you think that kid if not momo if not anybody from the red stars do you think that kid has any chance of like just winning and or you know like if, if Julia Momo goes to a draw then kid like buys into the into the tournament just slots in. Do you think that's possible or do you think that's a little bit too
1: soon? Um, it is is definitely possible. Like you can't rule anything out. It depends on how hard Stardom wants to push her uh, now that she's fully heal. I don't think they do it. I think for me it's probably a bit too quick. And I think following up the away to tie getting obliterated by Mayu, her losing her white belt match to Tam with her getting beaten the final of the GP would maybe just be a little bit too many kind of setbacks one after the other. And I feel like you might want to space it out a little bit more. So I think her losing the final might be a bit too soon and would probably be a bit like one too many, uh, big defeats for a way to tie in a short space of time. Um, so I wouldn't do it, but I mean, I could see it happening. I I wouldn't be opposed. I think she would make for a great finalist, like no matter who she's against, I think she'd have a great match, but, um, I don't i wouldn't do it personally
3: yeah i think i'm on the same train of thinking okay before i give it back to alex um because alex is supposed to be commanding the show i apologize for hijacking it i don't really because i don't really care but <laughs> next one is um is tam because i personally am very interested in the in the consistency of tam because it is non-existent um and i don't blame her and i think i think scott and i have talked about this quite frequently that's like tam has two modes it's either beat the shit out of your opponent and have like really good storytelling matchups or she wrestled on that show i forgot that ha- that ha- really that happened i didn't i don't remember what that i didn't i didn't remember that so there's not really any in between for her what mode do you think she is for this tournament cuz obviously this tournament is sort of known for taking members of the tournament out with injury. And I'm worried about that, but because they usually go really hard. Do you think Tam risks it? Because she's usually one of the smartest wrestlers when it comes to like preventing herself from getting injured and like being smart with that. So how do you think Tam's just like work workload is going to be? How do you think her output in terms of just like match quality in terms of just storytelling overall, how do you think Tam is going to do in that sense more so than the points Um, sense, because I think we all agree she's going to end somewhere near the top, if not, you know, second or third, probably at least on the upper half. um, If she, you know, loses a few matches, I know Tam has always been sort of um, bad in in the five star. Um, She has a history of just not doing great and just like ended up having terrible point totals. But um, with her as white belt champion, what do you think that she does in terms of match quality more so than just points?
1: Uh, Scott, do you mind if I lead with this one? No, I do not. It's your show. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, I just didn't want you to f- you'd feel left out, like me and Dylan or just like forget we had a guest or something. <laughs> but um, I think, uh, to me, with the the recent interview from Tam where she said that she has like maximum two years left as a pro wrestler, I think she really wants to leave everything she can in the ring so I feel like every tournament she's in now she's going to give her best and I think with the block that she has it would be ridiculous of her to even consider taking the foot off the pedal like you know she's going to want to go out there and have a good match with Suri you know she's going to want to go out there with the world champion and and prove herself you know she's going to she's going to want to go out there with Saya and have another good match with her so I think we will see work rate Tam, we will see, you know, Tam at her best. And I feel like not only is that because she only has the, you know, the two years left or whatever, but I feel like she's somebody who can really condense her style really well for a tournament. And so I feel like if she decides to sprint or if she decides to just go in there, just have these like really stiff matches that, you know, only go 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, that she could have a really, really good tournament. I think there's a lot in favor of her there with, you know, her being able to condense those matches to kind of fit the the smaller time limits and also just her knowing that her days are numbered, you know?
3: That sounds very ominous. But okay, all gas, no breaks is the answer from Alex. How about you, Scotty?
2: I think it depends on the match. Um, I think... You know, come the final night against Utami, she'll go all out. But when she's fighting the likes of an Sayaka, she might not give a shit. No offense. Um, when she's fighting, <laughs> Ru, like, I could see her matches with Azumi and Ruaka not going that long. Um, Ruaka due to DQ or something and Azumi, she could just roll her up randomly out of nowhere and we don't really get to the work rate part of the match. Um, so that's kind of where I'm, my thinking is there. Um. When it comes to the rest of the field, I feel like she has no other chance but to try, because I feel like Takumi Aroha, I don't know what her off switch is. I've never really seen her off switch in a singles match, um, and maybe that's just based off of like picking and choosing matches that I see of hers, but I don't think she'll be able to be off there. Shiri has, like I said earlier, been just on this different level, and I think those two could just have a fantastic match if they go down the work rate side. And Alex said that, you know, the Saya match could be emotional again. That's actually a match I could see Tam uh, take her foot off the pedal a little bit. Um, I could see her be a little uninterested in the rematch, which is not a shot at Sia or anything. It's just... I don't know. Uh, Tam's such a weird one to book like you said. Yeah. Because she's gonna I feel like she's still gonna try to protect herself in some of these matches because she wants the title reign, but All right, here's here's what I'll say, final. I think the people that she loses to that are setting up title matches, she might actually not try as hard cuz she wants the second match to be greater. So like say she loses to Micah and that sets up a title match or Konami. I could see those matches being a little bit lesser than you'd hope because they're supposed to be title matches. And you know, you're just trying to getting, you're getting that hint down the line because anyone that beats either champion is probably at least going to get consideration for a title match. Um, everything that I've ever seen, you know, looking back, like I think Jamaica beat, Ma, um, Julia last year, and she yeah, got she a did. title match. So like that's kind of where I'm at. Yes, that's that not fun. good. That's not good. Um, oh. So like to me, <laughs> to me, whoever <laughs> ta- whoever Tam is going to have a title match with down the line, I think she takes her foot off the pedal a little bit, which is kind of crazy to say, but it just makes sense to me.
3: No, I definitely get that. Um, I I I pose it because I feel like I have always been very um tam has always been a really odd figure for me because like i've always mentioned is that it's like one of my favorite matches from tam and i mentioned this basically every week um was in the five star a few years ago was her against natsuko and it was just her going all out and just beating the shit out of each other it was so good so like that tam versus takumi and not saying that it's like oh tam used to be better than but like tam going all out against somebody like takumi could be just like random match of the tournament you know what i mean but you know tam cosmic angels tam who just sort of like you know protects herself and just is like sort of chill and like goes through the motions a little bit more i don't know how how many you know great matches we're going to get out of her in that sense so i feel like it is definitely um up in the air i think i think both of you guys have great points about it um alex i i think you're a little bit more optimistic than me and scott but i'm excited to see that hopefully um tam does uh to a degree, um, speed up her pace and like you know, go a little bit all out. Um, but I do agree with Scott that for certain matches, I definitely think that she'll take a slower roll just because um, whether it's because she's gonna have a title match again or because she already beat them before or this that and it's the other. Nagi I could definitely say see. it's Unagi. It's because it's Unagi. Well, I actually <laughs> think you know the thing is, I think that Tam versus Unagi is probably gonna be maybe not a good match, but it's probably gonna be the match that Tam tries her hardest on because I feel like Tam wants unagi to succeed just for whatever reason um maybe because they're friends i don't know that's kind of weird um but i i feel like i feel like that is probably where tam's gonna like try her hardest um and i don't think she should because that's probably like the least interesting one but besides the point i think that that is probably where she's gonna try pretty hard i think more like Mika azumi Kamatani. i don't think she tries like at all with those ones i think like you said azumi probably goes quick um azumi and tam whether azumi wins or tam wins i just don't see that one going longer than like you know um eight nine ten minutes so i think i don't know i think it's it's a mixture of both answers that you guys gave um and i appreciate that output um alex if you'd like to um re- re- return to the lead role of the podcast um i am tired so go ahead yes, i don't you that's a lot
1: I know, yeah. Our our, our Vtg hour is uh, is over, um, so I, yeah. I'm taking back over. Um, so, uh, obviously, the main point of these tournaments is the winner. Um, so, what I think we should do, just to keep things uh, a little bit, you know, streamlined, is if you have three, then go with three. But I think talk about the three people you could most see winning, um, and I'll kick us off just to to get mine out of the way um and give you guys time to think because obviously I, you know, came up with the format, so I already have three in my mind. So, you know, you guys can take some time to kind of come up with maybe what you're thinking. Um but for me, originally when this tournament was announced and months before it, I was like, Julia is winning. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that Julia is not winning, and I will bet the house on it. I do not own a house, thankfully. Um <laughs> to me that feels like I approach this wrong. I approach this like it was the G one climax and this is not the G one climax. Like the winner of this tournament does not go on to main event the biggest show of the year in, you know, potentially a turning of the tides. The winner of this tournament just gets a title match, you know what I mean? So I think approaching this with the mindset of, Oh well in the G one Julia would win and main event Wrestle Kingdom I think that's just incorrect and that's that should happen my bad. it should (laughs) I mean Ibushi ain't around to sell tickets they need something Um, but yeah I think (laughs) (laughs) I think you know Julia to me doesn't need to win this tournament so she went from somebody that I was convinced was winning to well she doesn't have to she can just waltz out and challenge Utami, and they can have that match on whatever pay per view they want but the GP can be used to build up a challenger to sell tickets to another pay-per-view in between so my potential winners are number one is momo and abe and i know scott's gonna be like don't do this to me don't give a hopes up please but hear me out already okay? doing it <laughs> to me <laughs> like momo just feels like somebody they've had on the back burner and i know people make a lot out of her booking but she isn't somebody who's been like buried beyond belief momo just needs that one spark and she's back and I think recently yeah. we've seen a very concerted effort from them to protect her. I know people lost their shit when she lost like some trios match to Tam Nakano, which like Tam Nakano's a white yeah. belt champion. Like she can yeah. lose some out, you know, but you know, recently, you know, she hasn't been taking a lot of losses. She's very much been a gatekeeper of the tag division. She has the hair tied up and the hair darker, and she just has that swagger to her that she hasn't had in a while. And I think Momo winning the GP instantly would spark her back to life. And You know, in the context of this DDM feud, I think it might make sense. You know, her and Utami wrestling for the red belt in the midst of DDM trying to poach her. I think that's a a very interesting story that they might be trying to tell. So I think, you know, Momo is somebody that most people might rule out. And, you know, she has already wrestled Utami for the belt, so they might not want to do it again. But I feel like her winning is something that just feels right. Like, this would be the big win to reestablish her as a main player. And, you know, they have the storyline there when she wrestles Utami, if they want to play into it, like maybe that could lead to some, you know, friction in in Queen's Quest if, you know, she loses to Utami again, or even if she beats Utami. Like, I think there's a lot that they can do with Momo winning this tournament. And it's also one of the few things that she hasn't done in, in stardom yet. And, you know, a lot of their big names do run through these kind of things. So I think Momo winning isn't as, like, unrealistic as I think a lot of people might first kind of imagine when they think about it because as i said she's been on the back burner they're just waiting for that moment to spark her into life and there's been a lot of signs lately that she is getting back to the Momo of old to me i I need to take a breath there (laughs) yeah go ahead
3: so Um, i I have a question about this prep uh, preposition mm -hmm. so is it is it three names and then we're going to talk about dark horses later is the third name the dark horse
1: uh, three names you think could, could win, and then the dark horses. Yeah, if you don't have three that you could realistically see winning, then you don't have to give three. But okay, I have I, three, I do. So
3: I, I okay. have three, and okay. I have a dark horse. Um, but yeah. So we'll, we'll,
1: we'll do dark horses after as more of like a bold okay. yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah.
3: That, that's yeah. that's what I thought. Um, so my number one. I don't know if you guys um if you guys knew about this, but I think Takumi Roha might win. Um, I definitely didn't talk about it earlier and t- tell you the exact amount of minutes that the <laughs> final was gonna be. Um, I already, I already sort of. Did my did my spiel about how I think Takumi's going to win. I think it's the best choice. Um, it's something fresh um, in comparison to Shuri and Momo. I think Julia um, doesn't need to take the belt yet. Like Alex said, I think that she could just waltz down and be like, hey, I want the belt, then take the belt. Um, I think Utami, her reign should continue a little bit longer because um, I think it's been one of the best red belt reigns in history, honestly. I mean, modern history, at least. Like, since, what, Mayu? and EO, and you know, like, like, since around then, at least, um, I'm, I just don't want to get, you know, Nanai fans on my ass, um, because they're Nanai fans, um, and yeah, I think, I think that Utami should probably keep the bell a little bit longer, I think Herbert Takumi is a great match, um, uh, my second choice is probably Julia, um, I think Julia is, you're just
1: like, running through these, huh?
3: Well, yeah, because they're pretty quick.
1: All right, fair, because I, uh, I only yeah. got through one, and then you were like, it's my, it's my turn now, bitch. <laughs> You know
3: what? Actually, yeah. yeah, Scotty, you can go. You can go. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
3: I gotta, I gotta yeah.
2: I gotta. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go with Julia as my first winner. So there we you go. You sound we so all... depressed. Buddy. Well, well, okay? no, no. Listen, the problem is Alex had to say Momo first. Oh, and now God. I'm like sitting here and I'm like, hmm, that would be a lot better. But yeah. I will go with Julia because that is what I've, you know believed in for a while now And I don't think that Necessarily changes however When Okay so I'm just going to kind of just jump Into all these at once I'm sorry it's just All the reasoning happens at once Uh I So it. I could see Momo's Win kind of being reminiscent Of Hana Kimura's win if she won Where Hana got the title match She lost And then Mayu won the title like, instantly after. So, like, I could see the same thing happen with Momo and uh, Julia, where, like, Momo wins the tournament, Momo has a chance for the title, she loses to Utami again, and then Julia's just like, yeah, I want the match now. Like, just give it to me. Because she, you know, potentially... Ah, you guys made me believe that, like, Julia could just be like, I want the match, give it to me now, and I don't need to win this tournament. Like, that's that's what's making me like have a tough time here because I've been so set on Julia winning this tournament. And even with the addition of Takumi Roja, I was like, no, I just, I still think that's the way to go because, you know, making Julia win a big tournament and showing that she has gotten all of her swagger back, even though she never really lost it, she just happened to be cooler on the other side of shaving her head um, is Something that I could still see And her beating Shiri in the finals To get a red belt match with Utami Is a big story point for me, I think, moving forward um, Adding a little dissent and anger Between the two top people and Donna Del Mondo Is something that just entices me so much Because if Julia wins this tournament By beating Shiri in the final Goes on and takes the title from Utami Sure, he's gonna be pissed and like yeah. to me that's just gonna be some wonderful storytelling moving forward maybe that leads to them losing the titles and to, um further anger and that could be your if they do run all-star dream cinderella as their major show moving forward that could be that main event and i understand we remember the was it the sendai show um i think no, they, it was the Osaka um, one. oh Osaka, Osaka, sorry um, I I very much have been told many times that that is not a match that either of you like. Um, I never watched it because Alex protected me from it, and yes. I'm not, and I'm not going to go back and watch it. That being said, Sorry. I feel like they could redeem themselves because Julia's new style is a lot better than her style back then. Um, as like this brawler, and I think it fits better with Sherry as a wrestler. And to me. I just feel like that descent impossible story is too good to pass up for stardom because those two besides Utami and Mayu and Saya because I know Saya's game booked like crazy. Um that's a big match. Um even if they do it in the final already and then, you know, run it back and down the line, I think that's a story worth doing. So I'm going to stop talking now.
1: Okay. Uh so yeah, go ahead. so my number one was Momo. Dylan's was mm-hmm. Takumi and Scott's was uh, Julia. Hmm. Okay. So, my number 2 is well minus mine is, mine is Takumi Roha. Um similar reasons to Dylan, I feel like she is somebody who could have a a you know, uh how do you describe it? She could like help pad out Utami's like defense number by challenging her at a pay-per-view. And I think not only would that be another great match in Utami's reign, but it would also probably sell pretty well. Um and just beyond that, like this Marvelous and Stardom partnership doesn't seem to be going away. Takumi is the CEO of Marvelous, like she can essentially decide how and when she wants to do things to me. And I feel like she is somebody who you can get on pretty much any pay-per-view that you want and should be on most Corkins. So I think if you want to have Takumi there as like this really credible outsider who can have really great matches and isn't selfish and is willing to put over people at key moments. I don't see why you wouldn't give her some credibility here by having her win the GP and, you know, putting over Utami in a match that they started building to last year. And I know they're wrestling in the GP. They're in the same block, but that could easily go to a draw or they could, you know, do some sprint or whatever um, to set up a rematch. And I think that, you know, her Utami is, is a big, big match to do. And, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, Takumi's trained in stardom. I think Rossi liked her from day one, and I think he still likes her, and I feel like if he has the book, he's going to... I don't see it as outside of the realm of possibility for him to give her a tournament win here, because, as I said, she's going to be around, and if you're going to, you know, have her to book, you might as well give her some credibility. And, you know, winning this tournament is about as credible as you can get. Um, And, yeah, I mean, she'd put over Utami obviously, on, on the big stage, and I think that would do wonders for both of them. So... To me, Takumi is my second choice, um, and one that I could really see them going through it for a number of reasons.
3: Okay, this is completely off-topic, but one random thought about Takumi Raha: Do you think if she didn't get injured, she would have been a mainstay in Stardom this past year? Um, Do you, do you think she would have been around more frequently than like Rin was? You know, what I mean cuz I, yeah. I obviously Rin was sort of slotted in a bit more. Um do you think that she would have been around like, you know, every like other month or so to just like team with Mayu or to, you know, do this or do that? Like do you think that would have been more um frequent or do you think that basically Rin just did a, a pound for pound um the exact thing that Takumi was going to do? Obviously it's like completely off topic and, you know, mm-hmm. hindsight and whatever, but do you think that that was probably what they were going for?
1: Yeah, I mean they uh, when Rin subbed in uh as the X against the way to tie I, I felt like that was definitely a spot originally planned for takumi because i mean yeah. remember takumi's match with mayu afterwards she fended off away to tie so there is that like grudge there between takumi and away to tie dating back to last february so um i feel like she probably would have been originally in a lot of those spots but you never really know like sarda might have called on her more um if if she was available and they kind of cut back on things because they couldn't get her and were like well we'll use Rin but you know we're not we're not gonna go as far with it maybe um so yeah I I she definitely would have been the one um teaming with Mayu on a couple of occasions and definitely would have been on the the Budokan show but as to how many more dates she would have had I'm not really sure
3: yeah, fair. I, I don't know, that was just a random thought in my mind. Um my fair. number two is my number two is Julia. Um I feel like we're always gonna have each other's like number one is our number two. So <laughs> yeah. really um but yeah, I think I think you know, death taxes are Arrivederci. Like that's that's pretty much it. Um I feel like there it's very unlikely Julia I it's very unlikely that we end twenty twenty one without Julia as the as the red belt champion. Um and I'm okay with that. I think I am. I'm okay with that. I don't think she wins here, but I think that if, if Takumi isn't winning, I think Julia definitely is winning. Um, that, that's my thinking. Um, I, think, I, I don't think there's much more to say when it comes to her. Um, Scott, how,
2: how do you feel? Uh I was gonna this say Tiku- I was gonna say Takumi okay. Roha after See, you guys exactly. <laughs> But I'm gonna keep it really simple. I think the giveaway if Takumi Roha is winning is her match against Utami. If she beats Utami, she's losing the tournament. If she goes to a draw, I think she wins the tournament. That is all I'll say.
3: I, I kind of agree with you there. I, I think that's a smart you're a smart man, Scott. You're a smart. You're a
2: smart man. I I try my best. I don't. I'm not called that a lot, but when it comes to wrestling, <laughs> once in a while,
1: I got that down. So thank you. Yeah, Scott knows what's up. Um, yeah. So my number three is uh, Shuri. Um, huh. I don't know. Like, I feel like the I said that I I talked with this. Um, I talked with Dylan about this, but she just feels like the ace of stardom at the moment. Like she is the central figure of everything to me. Um, She has two belts, she's booked very strong, uh, she has beef with a lot of different people, and her and Utami's rematch is potentially one of the bigger matches Stardom has in their their pocket. And I know they're doing it in the GP, but as we said, that's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, It's going to end up like the uh, Omega Okada 3 match, which everybody basically ignores, uh, because that was in the G1. The good Um, one? Yes. Um, But you know, I think uh, Shuri is somebody who she should be in contention based on the, the booking of the last day and her booking over the last year has been so strong that she could easily win this tournament. You know what I mean? Like she is very tough to beat for everybody. And I think winning this tournament would set up the big match between her and Utami. And you can maybe finally have Utami beat Shuri then to put Utami's reign into the stratosphere. Um, I, I, I do have pause because that I think would be the fifth time her and Utami have wrestled in the in a twelve month span, so they might not want to do that. But I mean, I don't think anybody would complain if we got to see them wrestle again. So, you know, Julia or not Julia, sorry, Shuri winning the GP and challenging Utami just feels like an easy way to get to to get back to that big, big match.
2: Can I ask you a question? Yes. Would Shiri beat Utami if she won the tournament?
1: No, Julia is the next Red Belt champ. I think like there's no, there's no doubt. Right, cool. Well, there's a, there's a few different strands it out, but I feel like Shiri probably holds it after Julia, or even <clears> she just never holds it. I don't think she needs it. Like like Kagetsu, I feel like they'd only give it to her if they needed somebody to really anchor things down after a couple of key departures.
3: See. Uh, yeah. The, the, again, a little bit off topic. I think Julia wins the belt by the end of the year, and then Julia drops it to Momo at some point, probably next year. Mm, yeah. If not, that's what I'm if hoping. she doesn't use it. That that that's that's why I'm sort of like okay with Momo like not winning this tournament or whatever. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think Momo is going to have. I I know this sounds like really cliche, but Momo's going to have a big 2022 and a big 2023. That that's what I'm hoping for, and that's what I truly believe, you know, barring injury or, or, you know, a fucking meteor, that's what I think is going to happen. So that's why I'm not particularly, you know, thinking super immediate with Momo winning everything. Um, with that being said, my number three is Momo. Um, I, I don't know why, but I don't see Shuri winning the tournament. Like, if Shuri goes to the finals, she's losing to Julia. Like, that, that's how I kind of see it. Cause, but at the same time, Shuri's very much placed above Julia right now like very like definitively you know Mm -hmm. like so so yeah i don't know i i don't see them running utami shuri right now you know what i mean i feel like i feel like that i feel like that rematch could be what elevates the swa belt early next year like i feel like that could be that could be like a a big you know semi-main after utami lost the the belt um for the SWA belt and really make that SWA belt mean something, um, is Utami versus Sherry for the, for the, um, SWA belt. But that's besides the point that's in the future. I'm supposed to be talking about Momo. I think Momo does have a chance of winning this. I think Momo winning this would be dope. Um, I think that she's definitely been protected to a degree. Um, though she hasn't really picked up many wins, she also hasn't picked up many losses at all. Um, the only like loss I can immediately think of that meant anything was her versus Nanai, and Nanai's Nanai, so it doesn't really fucking matter. Um, I think she could definitely win this. Um, I would love it if she won it, but like I said, I have a feeling that she'll probably win like next year's five-star GP, more likely than she's going to win this year's. Um, she'll probably win the red belt next year, more likely than she is this year, and I'm not particularly against that. I, I don't hate that. Um, but Again, big Momo guy. Um, if if she does win, I will be fucking ecstatic. If she doesn't, um, I just hope that she gets you know a good a good showing throughout the tournament. Um, so she's my number three, um, and I have a dark horse that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, Scotty, you okay. can go ahead with your um, numero trace. Yeah, that's Savannah. Yeah.
2: So uh, Mina Shar. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <Is> that- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Xavier just popped out of his chair. yeah, let's go.
2: I don't have a third, actually. I think it's... Okay. I, I'm not... First of all, I refuse to get myself to believe in Momo winning this. I just can't do that <laughs> to myself. I can't do it. As much as Alex wants to make me freak out in my chair, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. Um, Sherry, I guess, is the good shout, I think, out of those two, um, just because of her year. Maybe they saw um the reaction from how great she's been doing and like you know that match with Utami I think has more um more weight to it than people actually realize I think that probably made stardom realize like hey we are doing something special here with those two and just even considering doing that title rematch at a pay-per-view just to pop a big buy wouldn't be that crazy to think about and having her win it through the tournament I think that'd be a great idea. Um, but yeah, I I guess that would be my third. Um but Momo's Momo would be great too. Okay, bye.
3: You know, this is this is a this is a complete thing. Um, you know that the match is big when um Brian Alvarez has his grandma react to it. Um, which happened with Sherry and Tommy. That's a pretty big shout. Like granny, like that's pretty huge. That's pretty huge. I'm I'm just saying, that's kinda huge. I mean not really, but kinda, you know.
2: Like my well, perfect. my third choice was more of my dark horse choice. That's kind of why I'm yeah, that's true. Not that's say true. anything.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um, suppose we'll move on to dark horses now. Uh, Scott, you want to kick us off?
2: Yeah. So I've been thinking about this, and I had four like possibilities for dark horse, and then I remembered mm-hmm. a match that I want to happen for the title, um, for Tommy's title. While she's still champion. And that's why I'm going to go with Hameka. I think a lot of people have kind of Mm -hmm. forgotten about Hameka because of her injury. Um, We are one year removed from her making it to the finals and losing to Utami in the finals, if I'm not mistaken. So the idea that she could just run through Red Stars, beat Julia again, um, you know, maybe she'll lose to like a Momo Mayu, but win the rest isn't that crazy to me and i know the final day she doesn't have a big match so that's really what stops me but on the other side then i would go to konami uh konami's the other Mm. dark horse that i firmly consider a possibility to win this just because she's so she's been so protected by um stardom this year in a kind of insane way like she Literally had singles matches with Tam And Utami and they are like you know what We're not going to have a winner in this match Like they could have easily had her lose to either one And I'd be like yeah that's fine That makes sense they're both the champions But they didn't so I think While you know it's not likely Konami wins because of What bracket she's in And just like all These choices that we have here I definitely see her as a dark Horse and someone that could have one Hell of a tournament um, I was going to say Micah, but they're not going to run back Micah and Tommy for the title. um. I don't think so. That's where I will stop talking.
1: Yeah. I mean, actually I agree kind of with Konami is that I would also have her as a dark horse. What I think maybe happens with Konami is that she beats one of the champions and then challenges them uh, at a later date. Cause I feel yeah. like she hasn't challenged for any of the big belts since losing to Julia last year um and she earned that julia match by beating julia in the gp i believe so i think you go that route with konami again because she is somebody who can challenge at a pay-per-view and deliver a good match but she maybe isn't somebody who needs the tournament win to do that if you get me but i i would have had her as a dark horse too if not for the fact that um she's in the same block as the two champs
3: yeah Yeah. I, i actually have konami beating both of the champions um I think I mentioned that, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that's that's sort of why I'm thinking is she ends up beating Utami and Tam um, and probably challenges Tam, um, but sorry, Scott, I interrupted you.
2: I think she beats Tam personally. Yeah, um, there, I think yeah. That's like the layup one. For me, like I think Micah, Konami, and Azumi could be Tam's next three um, challengers, not in any necessary order, but I think those three matches make sense before she loses the belt. Uh, but yeah, who knows? What do I know?
3: Alex, <laughs> <Yeah>. you're... <laughs> Fair. Um, Alex, you're Dark Horse? Because I, I have a I have a
1: big one. I'm hoping you don't steal yes, it. Yes, I, I might have. Um, I think I have two that I'd like to bring up. Um, mm. I think Tam Nakano has an outside shot. I think, as I said, a lot of this that comes to mind is the fact that she has said she's going to retire within two years. So I think you want to get as many big matches out of Tam as possible. So I think Tam winning and then having like a double title match with Utami would be a fairly big match for them to do on any stage. Um, So, I mean, as an outside chance, I think she could win and challenge Utami. Like we've seen Stardom do double title matches before for the red and white belt. Like they're not afraid to do that that sort of stuff. So I could definitely see maybe Tam winning and uh, having maybe like a a double title match with with Utami as like a, a dark horse. Um, and yeah my other one was actually Himeka uh, I think it's too early for Himeka like I I think you know she only debuted last year and she is still kind of on the way up and I know she's had like two is it two title reigns under her belt already did she win the artist belts no, no no she, okay. on no, she will it. be yeah. winning them okay yeah so I mean she's, she's already had the goddess belts and she was in the you know the final last year um, and I feel like they maybe want to just... Put the, yeah, I think they maybe just want to put the foot on the brakes with Hameka a little bit because she had such a big debut year. Um, so to me, it's a bit too early for her to to win the GP. But, you know, her and Utami make sense as a potential match. Like they've been, you know, uh, that's a big rematch to do from last year's final. Mm-hmm. And it's ones they've been building to pretty much every chance they get. So, I mean... And make as a dark horse make sense, but at the same time, I think like the same with Micah, it might just be a bit too early for for them to win.
3: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have one dark horse and one dark horse only. Um, okay, it is the uh, second best wrestler of the year. I think Utami has way more of a chance of winning than I think anybody's letting on. I feel like it. It depends on how much they want utami to look great because i feel like utami can't do much wrong right now um and i don't think i would be upset if she won the tournament then challenged takumi or shuri um to a match because i I see i see you know utami uh or drawing with takumi maybe losing to um shuri uh losing to konami i I don't know like it's it's possible that like utami just runs through a lot of she if she won and challenged you know a takumi or a shuri i think that holy shit utami is like the best champion in the world um and i know that they're trying to get that across you know like they they keep mentioning it every week that oh she's you know the number one on pwi she's she's doing big things all over the world she's huge like she's like renowned as one of the best wrestlers in the world and probably the best women's wrestler in the world if you don't know who mia is besides the point um like like that like they are really building her like that exactly i had to get that popping um they're really building her as this like this Force that is something bigger than just like oh she's a champion. Like I said, one of the best red belt champions Stardom has ever had. Like she's killing it. I can see her winning the tournament and selecting her challenger. I think that would be really interesting. Um, I, I I would I would dig it. Um, it's a dark horse for a reason. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I would yeah. really dig that. I think that I think Utami. Uh, Running away with the with the tournament would just be like, oh yeah, she she had the greatest year of like any wrestler ever. Um, where she held the title for almost the entire year, beat a bunch of great wrestlers, had the match of the year, and then won the biggest tournament of the year. Like, I feel like if you want to fucking put Utami over, like the god of professional wrestling, I, I wouldn't be against it. But that's just me.
1: Yeah, I i mean, with that, she would become, I believe, the first ever two-time winner of the GP and also the first ever back-to-back winner of the GP. So uh, yeah. it would definitely be a big choice, um, which is probably why I would pause on it. Like if they didn't do it to EO, I don't see them doing it with Utami. Think about it. Um, Think about it.
3: Okay, that's true. The EO the comparison is true, but they put a bunch of belts that didn't really matter at the point, but put a bunch of belts on Utami within two, three months mm-hmm. of her debuting. If they're going to do, if they're going to fucking send anybody to the fucking moon, it's Utami. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I know everybody's like, oh, they they push Julie a lot. They have been pushing Utami for fucking three years now, nonstop. The only times they stopped pushing Utami was when she was injured or when B-Priesey was champion for whatever reason. That was kind of weird. But <laughs> seriously, like, they never stopped pushing her. Yeah. And they, I don't think they ever really will stop. I think that, yeah, obviously she'll probably lose the belt and like you know shuffle a little bit, but I don't think they'll she'll ever stop being like a certain level in the company, and I don't think that she really should for the next few years. So I think that giving her that would be a fucking choice, but I don't think it'd be a bad one. I think I'd be into it.
1: That's fair, yeah, I'm, um I'm
2: laughing at the idea of her winning it, picking her challenger, and then losing the belt in that match
3: dude. Oh man that would <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they do be that. That'd be fucking depressing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking depressing, man. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, um what's interesting is nobody picked Sai I, there's been no talk of Sai Kamatani, which is very weird. Um yeah. like not as a dark horse, not as a favorite matches, not as a possible winner. Um do Sai you is think that there's like oh, this is what I was gonna say. Like, do you think there's a chance that they do uh, another Tony Storm, where obviously Tony won Cinderella and Five Star in the same year? Do you think there's a chance Saya does that? And if so, no. Is is it is it too early? It's too close together
3: because back in the day, the Five Star was a lot later, and the Cinderella was a little bit earlier, and the time in between there weren't like a shit ton of shows. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like the Cinderella happened like a month ago. You know what I mean? Whereas in compare, and there's been a bunch of shows since the Cinderella's, like, I think just the, the timing wouldn't work for Saya to win here. I think it would be too much. And that's coming from the guy who just said, Utami Tommy should win the five-star. I think <laughs> Saya winning here would be a little bit too much. Um, especially considering her competition in that block. Um, I, I don't, I don't really see it. It's, it's hard. People like Kamatani, people like Micah, people like um, Jumbo, people like Natsupoy, really hard to predict in this tournament. Um, mm-hmm. Because like you wanna say, Oh, they'll get like eight points, but it's like they feel like they should probably get more, but then when you actually like look at it like match for match, where else can they get more? Like I don't know, it's it's a really hard tournament to predict. Um except for like maybe at the top and at the bottom. It's 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 hard, but I don't see Kamatani breaking out into even like the top half. I think I have her at the at the top of the bottom half of the of the block. Yeah, she's like she's number six in terms of points. For okay. me, that's what I'm thinking. Um but that's with Konami having a high total. So I mean her her Konami can like trade off for like that number five spot, but I don't see her even breaking the top three or being close to breaking the top three. Um but that's just me.
1: Hey, Scott, what do you think of it? You're uh, you're a bit more of um, an outsider perspective here. What what would you like do you think that uh Saya winning is out of the question?
2: I do not actually I think they have put so much stock into Saya so quickly, and you and me had this conversation of how every opportunity she gets, every bigger stage she takes, every new opera—I well, already said opportunity. I'm not gonna say it again. Um, every like, every time she has to do something, she shows that she can do it, and not only do it well but deliver in every aspect. Like, I know people didn't like the TAM match, including you, Dylan. I love that match. I thought it was um, very good. The slaps could have been better, but that's, you know, we live. We live. Uh, But I think it's not crazy to think Saya Kamatani could win this because she's just such a big name and... While there's very unlikely chance she does, having her beat the likes of um even just like Shiri or Takumi is a big step for her. Like I would give her a big win. Does she win? Probably not. She's probably in the bottom half, like Dylan said, but I wouldn't be shocked if that matters like i wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked.
3: Yeah, and to be fair, I also have um Jumbo technically in the bottom half. Um, but in, in the red block, I sort of have like almost all of them at eight points, including Jumbo. So it's, it's not even like she's in the bottom half. It's just sort of technical. Um, but so, I mean, it's not even like a, a negative on Kamatani and everybody knows how big I am on Jumbo. Uh, it's not even like I don't want Kamatani win. it's not even like I don't like Kamatani. I just think that like, it's just, it's a lot, it's, it's very hard for her to win, um, against the, the competition she has it's it's just I just
2: don't see it. Pulling a Tony Storm, what is this company? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, see, Tony had like a weird year because she like did a lot in like 2017, I think it was. But like, it was most yeah. of it was an accident because like she won the red belt because Mayu got hurt in their match, and it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like it was so weird. Um, they loved her though. I I, I never really understood it uh, with Tony.
2: Oh, was uh, she yeah. in the Mae Young Classic while she was Stardom champion?
1: I don't think so. I think the she just one?
3: lost it. No, okay. she was in the second okay. one.
1: Okay. Well, she was in yeah, both. She just...
3: of them. Oh, she was. Oh shit! Yeah. Then, yeah, she was. I think she was Red oh. Bull
1: champion then. Yeah. I didn't watch the first one, so I don't. I don't really. Yeah, me know. neither. Well, I'm I did. Sexist, I'm but, the uh, loser. Oh no! Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have the internet really capabilities to watch wrestling back then, so. Yeah, it was very well, sad.
2: Ky- Kyrie won. That was cool.
1: She that's did. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Kyrie, please come back. You were like the best in the world, <laughs> and then WWE like WWE-fied you and ruined your legacy. Please, for the love of God, come back and smash bitches. Um, She's so, really yeah. got
3: to try to fight Mayu for the for the top in three-dom because uh, it's kind yes. of a runaway right All
1: now. Not- <laughs> yeah, it's it's well, not no even close. <laughs> EO, but it's just it's Mayu. Come on no. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, uh um, is well, the goat, so Yes, okay. that's true. Uh okay. We had one more thing and uh, we're I have a question
2: for you guys, actually. Alright. Wait, okay. wait, what was the last thing before I say it?
1: No no, it's Grand, go ahead.
2: Well I don't I I don't wanna ruin it if if it's the <laughs> no, same he,
1: thing.
3: He, he has a terrible memory. He probably doesn't even remember what the fuck it was anyway, just say it.
2: Okay, so um on our <laughs> Our podcast, uh, when me and Parker did it, we did this like he brought this interesting question to me, kind of out of nowhere, of like, who's a wrestler that you know you don't think is going to win, but you're just like really looking forward to their matches and their performances. Like Jumbo. I think, okay, I thought you were going to pick Azumi, right. so that that was right on okay, up. But okay, well, see, that that's that's. I think I'm less excited for
3: Azumi because I just like embracing for her losing a lot i think that's probably Mm. the thing with azumi is that it's like uh she's
0: gonna she's just gonna lose all of
3: them she's gonna like oh man like if if uh, if unagi beats azumi i might quit like that that's what i mean is that (laughs) it's like i'm more stressed about azumi matches because it's like i really care about her progress as a wrestler and the past two years she was really really good in the five star and this year i just don't see it and i'm really worried about that um whereas jumbo i'm not as like you know invested in her success as a pro wrestler um i just really really like watching her wrestle i think she's just really emotive and just the way that she carries herself the way that she hits the ropes is fucking like aggressive as hell just the small thing jump versus momo like i'm just successful a lot um and you know the fucking jumbo versus fukigen spots. You know the the tall versus small. Always, always, always down for that shit. Um, jumbo. But you're right in that. I I, I do. I am excited to see is Hopefully, she gets some wins. Um, I am stressed that she's gonna end up fucking losing to Unagi, and I'm just gonna cry. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: oh, I do.
1: You two are just so depressing. I love it. Like, I thought I was bad, okay? I'm a very, like, negative bitch, um, as, as Scott can attest to from the... Like, mm-hmm. yeah, as you can both attest to, I'm a bitch. But I, I'm i still not that negative about stardom and, uh, and wrestling, weirdly. Um, but yeah, my my person that I'm looking forward to is Natsupoy. Um Me and Dylan have sang God her praises. God damn you! Yeah, me and Dylan have sang her praises for months. Like, we think she's, yeah. like, the best thing going. And I think the only thing that stops me from putting her in contention for like a tournament mvp is the fact that her block is lacking a little bit like i don't think her and mina could have a good match um or you know maybe that's not Poi's fault yeah but you know what i mean like i feel like the, the blue stars is just like way too loaded for anyone in red stars to even consider getting tournament mvp so i'm just happy to see what poi can do and i'm very excited to see a lot of her matches I th- I'm pretty sure Parker said the same because Parker is a smart man and he he like. No,
2: to I said the same. Oh, I did. did. Oh, acknowledge oh, me.
1: <laughs> All right, okay, Mr. Chief. We, oh,
3: we acknowledge. Thing. We acknowledge only two men on this podcast, and that is Roman Reigns and Matt Cardona. Shout out to the GCW champion. <laughs>
1: this is definitely my GCW
3: champion. My, <laughs> GCW champion. my GCW
0: champion.
2: Um, oh, well, I was going to say Poi, but, you know, I guess Parker said it and not Koguma, whatever. <laughs> uh,
1: fuck. Well, He's freaking... right, though, you actually. Koguma's going to have yeah. a great tournament, too. I was going to say,
3: I think, I think Koguma is, I feel like Koguma has a lot to prove. Um, and I think that she definitely, uh, I don't know, we haven't seen her in, in this sort of, like, you know, singles gauntlet. You know type of thing she's been a lot in a lot of tag matches obviously she's had a few singles matches in some trio or some three ways and whatnot but we haven't really seen her be tested like this so i'm really excited to see how she does if she swing, sinks or swims i think she can swim I, I think that she can definitely um pull off a good tournament um i'm hoping for the best for her and I, I am really excited to see how she does because um obviously she's only a few months back into the into the swing of things and she's already gotten pretty solid so it's gonna be really interesting to see how she contends with uh, the the whole you know round-robin tournament thing because it's, it's grueling, that's for sure.
2: I'm going to give my second choice since uh, you didn't want to say I said Natsupoi. Um, I think Mike is going to have a really fun tournament. Uh, she's on some different sort of shit lately in many other ways, like not even having to do with wrestling, and I think she could have some really fun matches with the likes of Aroha and Shiri, um, and I think her and Utami in like a faster pace than their first match could be really good too.
3: Yeah. I, I think, I think Micah style is going to run wild brother.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it doesn't open. include
3: the sexual assault part. Like hopefully it doesn't have that aspect mm. of it. No,
2: no, no. We don't want that. No,
3: no. Yeah. No, that, that's not the part of Micah's style that we are, we are talking about when we talk about Micah style, we're talking about her blowing kisses at, at Momo and Momo throwing them back at her. Cause that's the funniest <laughs> shit. Out. Yes love that. Man, Micah's just Micah. so fucking funny. I love like yeah. Micah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Micah's also up there. That's like I'm just excited to watch her wrestle. You know, the turnaround on DDM over the past year absurd. Yes. Yes. Like absolutely insane. Like I I, 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 I love- like a year ago, I like in that in that five star, I was so annoyed that um that just, you know, fucking DDM was going wild the entire time. But now I'm like, you know what, like, even though I'm not particularly fond of the fact that Julia could and probably will run away with it. I love DDM like overall, I think that all of them have so much to to give to the company and they're just so fucking entertaining um, all in their own unique ways. So I, I'm really surprised. And I'm really happy with the turnaround that I've had on DDM because they're just really, really good.
1: Yeah, I, I love DDM from day 1 cuz um I was big on Julia from the time Cinderella came around and Siri obviously was one of my favorites when she was a freelancer. Um but like they like recently they've just become such a fun and entertaining part of stardom. Like it feels like they're just part of the fabric now of stardom. Like cuz for a while yeah. they felt like this invasive force, but now DDM just feels like a part of the family almost. Like they're just so fun and so entertaining and you know, you can tell that everybody really loves them, uh, backstage and stuff like that. So uh, it's 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 great to see. And uh, yeah, repping my faction uh, since day one. So
3: Queen's Quest is still my faction. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but yeah, that's yes. what we named this after, bro. It's, we're 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 on a show called Quest.
1: Yeah, because we had no other good ideas, Dylan. Let's be honest here. We had we had no good ideas for this podcast. Stardom Quest was what we settled on.
3: I know, and then I come up with, like, the best name for Parker, and he doesn't even use it. God, Parker, come on now. Whatever, besides the point.
1: Shooting from the hip here. Um, Is that anyway. my show?
3: Yes, yeah. your show. Oh, that's asked Because he asked for, he asked for <laughs> names. Yeah, he asked for names, and I was like, oh, I have one. I, it was a new Joshi meta, and I just like that name a lot. And he's like, you know what? That's a good-ass name, but he didn't use it. I could have used that $10, Parker. I could have used that $10. <laughs> I'm I'm playing. I'm playing.
2: Could have been a cookie and a monster. It could have been a cookie.
3: It could have been ten cookies. But, Please no well, cookies. I mean, Please. Like, like eight cookies because tax went up, But still, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Parker. <laughs> I'm just
0: playing. I'm just
3: playing. I'm just playing. I love Parker.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, you man. you. It is so great that he definitely does not listen to this because. He... <laughs> he like, hey, that's my co-host.
2: You have to be nice to him.
1: Sorry, I had to I, I, save myself. I am nice to him, but he definitely does not Not you. Because not he's you. Not a psychopath.
2: I'm talking oh, to sorry. Dylan.
1: Yeah. I'm <laughs> nice
3: to Parker. But just you know, I'm just fucking okay. around.
1: Great. Um, so we're not done talking about the tournament, uh, which no, may shock not. some of you, based on how uh, we have all just started to fuck around. Um, so my last uh, thing that I wanted to touch on with both of you is uh, who do you see? being your tournament MVP. Like, when all is said and done on September 25th, who do you think you're going to look back on and say they had the best tournament? Um Dylan, I think we'll start with you, if, if you don't mind. Um Who do you, who do you think yeah. is going to be your MVP?
3: See, I don't want to be boring, but it, it's got to be Takumi. Like, mm-hmm. barring, like, if she doesn't get, like, injured and if she, you know, is just being Takumi... For the the eight or nine, ma- I can't count the nine matches. Like I don't, I don't see anybody else. Like Momo, I think probably could definitely like stand out because she's Momo. Uh, but like you said, the red block is kind of hard to produce a true MVP because the blue block is just so stacked. So I think it is just Takumi, yeah. You know, random, but depending on what Ryoka does, and like if she like just does random shit and just de- gets DQ'd, if she's unique with it, and if she's like you know smart with it, I think that could be you know she's definitely the MVP <laughs> at zero <laughs> points. Yeah, I, I think if she if she wins zero matches, like I don't want her to win a single match by any means. Like I think that would be perfect if she had exactly zero <sighs> points. But yeah. like, just beat the shit out of each other. It's like, oh, now my bag is blue. Now my bag is pink. I got a new bag, guys. It's cool. Like, like just using random shit just to get disqualified. I think if that was unique, it would be really funny. Um, and it would probably be really, really good. But yeah, Takumi and Momo. Uh, it's it's Takumi. Yeah, it's just it's just Takumi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Scott, what do you think?
2: I'm gonna be basic and say Takumi because I started off the show by saying I. There's not a single other wrestler in this tournament where I'm intrigued by all nine of their matches. And, yeah. like, I guess Shiri might be the other option there. But Takumi, I don't know. Has Takumi had singles matches with any of these people before?
1: Uh, I doubt it. Maybe Definitely Konami. So. Maybe Konami because yeah, she was a freelancer back in the day. Okay. Um, Maybe Azami. They might have been in stardom at the same time, maybe. I don't think. I don't Different think it was as... No. Um, yeah, definitely not otherwise.
2: Yeah, so it has to be Takumi. I feel like the moment she was announced, that was like all eyes are on her. Just win or lose, all eyes are on her because she could legitimately have. Four match of the year candidates with some of these people, or three. I'm just I'm just looking really quick. Like Sherry, her match with her is like that's. Yeah. Okay. I I wasn't ranking my like most intriguing matches, but like that has to be number one for me.
3: Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, um, Takumi did wrestle Konami. Um, she beat her in Marvelous. Uh, five years ago. Yeah. Yes. So that's the only but for one. now.
2: Different exactly. yes, yes, very uh,
3: different, very different.
2: And Takumi versus Utami, just based off of what Utami's done all year, has to be so interesting. Just because, how do they book that? Like, mm-hmm. if Takumi wins, she's getting a title match, and just the idea of that going into it. Um, I don't know if that shows live or not. I would love if it was not parking, so probably no, not. not a chance. Um, so like, that's really exciting i i could just rattle them all off because like a takumi versus azumi could be like the most insane stuff because i'm not seeing i'm not saying azumi is mio momino but like if you've ever seen a takumi versus mio match those are insane and like that could have the same kind of energy in a sense like the high speed against aroha which yeah, yeah. it's just awesome i, uh, I get but, what you're trying to say it's it's dope yeah uh you said momo is like your second kind of um, I will also say Mayu because she's Mayu, and like, I mean, yeah. her matches with Poi, Kid, Hameka, like those three. I, Julia and Momo are like the clear choices for what everyone else will say, but like, I'm really intrigued by her potential singles matches with Poi, Kid, and Hameka the most. So that's also a second uh, choice for me.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, to me, I'm gonna echo. Uh, to me, it's down to either Shuri or Takumi Iroha. Uh, Sherry. Uh, not a lot can be said about her. The last like three months, she has just been performing at a level that I, most people can never even consider reaching. Like she has been insane, and uh, I think if she's uh, motivated enough going into this tournament, she could have one of the best tournaments uh, in Stardom history. And yeah, I mean Takumi. Like I know a lot of people are probably going to be like, "Oh wow, they're just stupid for Takumi." But I mean, yeah, Takumi Roha are... like what has been. It? Yeah, like, since I started watching Joshi, like, she has become quite possibly one of the best wrestlers in the world without any shadow of a doubt. Like, she is amazing. And she's also fresh because going into this tournament, she's only going to have wrestled, like, a handful of matches uh, since coming back from injury. So not only do you have Takumi wrestling first time ever matches with most of the Stardom's best wrestlers, you have her coming in as, like, with a track record of being one of the best in the world. And you also have her coming in fresh because... We haven't seen a lot of Takumi. So, you know, she's been injured for eight months. We've only seen one match of hers back. And the excitement is still going to be there in a month's time of like, oh shit, like I'm actually watching Takumi Roha wrestle. Um, so I think all of that adds up to her definitely being in contention for uh, the MVP of the tournament. But I, I wouldn't overlook Siri. I think the block definitely plays into her favor. You know, uh, I'm sure people will love her in Azami's match. Uh, her and I feel like her and Uroaka could have a fun match if they wanted. Uh, her and yeah. Tammy obviously is going to be great. They can sleepwalk to a great match, and then her Konami, her and uh Takumi, um, like there's a lot there for for Suri to definitely make a, a a good case for for being the MVP. But yeah, I think it's it's either her or uh, Takumi Roa for me will be the uh, the MVP.
3: I have um a terrible question to end on because I should have asked it like half hour ago. Um, but <laughs> this is- but at the same time, it's not a bad one. So, of the 20 competitors, what is one match that you wish was happening? So, like, Momo versus Utami, for example. That's not happening in the tournament. But what was one match that you really wish uh, was split? Like, a red block match versus a blue star block. Like, what's one match that you wish was happening but isn't?
1: Um, can I get my joke answer out of the way? Uh, Raka versus sure. Kagama. I need okay, a fair, singles yeah. match between Raka and Kogama. ASAP, like I, <laughs> they are going to have such a good match when it happens eventually. I'm not shitting any of you. It is going to be so good eventually. It'll when probably it be really
3: fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, because like they're just they're they're just gritty, you know. They're just gonna get in there and do their shit, and it's gonna be great. Um, the actual answer is probably. Jesus, uh, this is so basic again. But uh, Takumi and Momo. I feel like that's like the match that that isn't happening that would just be amazing cuz they play off each other so well. That's fair. Scotty.
2: You know, being a guest never lets me say the things first and like you beat <laughs> me to that one. So I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say Ma- I'm going to say Mayu versus Takumi because they have two of my favorite matches ever and I would love them to go again with a the restriction of 20 minutes and just, you know, I feel like they wouldn't slow down for a second. Like, there's no... I know, like, people try to pace each other in the five-star. Those two would guaranteed not even try to do that.
1: No.
0: Um,
3: shit, you guys both picked uh, Takumi matches. Uh, see, yeah, my thinking is probably Jumbo versus Takumi. Um, they've only ever faced mm-hmm. in, like, Nutra versus beginning matches. Uh, so, like, tag matches, obviously. So, I think that would be an interesting one. Also, um... Mayu versus Tam. I i, I kinda just want to see that one again because I feel mm-hmm. like that was really good earlier this year. Um and I do want Mayu to take the belt off Tam. Um I remember a f- a few months or a few weeks ago. I don't know, time is a fucking figment of my imagination. <laughs> um we did the fantasy booking of the white belt and my immediate thought was oh Mayu beats Tam in the five star and then that is a is a tile match down the line. I'd like to see Mayu face Tam and beat Tam. I think that would have been cool. Uh and yeah, I, I think I echo you guys's because you know Momo versus Takumi, Maya versus T- Takumi, obviously would be amazing. Um, Natsapoi versus Takumi too. Um, I I would be down for that. There there everybody are everybody versus matches.
1: Takumi. That's that's basically that's it. Everybody stage, versus yeah. Takumi.
2: <laughs> no, oh, I don't. Yeah. I do not want to see Mina versus Takumi. I'm sorry. Okay, I
3: that's don't. fair. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
3: But my one okay, I'll i diverge from that a little bit. Um jumbo versus utami obviously
1: yes we've been we've been
3: we've been been wanting that match for fucking months now if not like a since no a year ago i didn't really care about the match but you know for months now we we've been wanting that match so i think that's probably the non-takumi answer for me um is is jumbo um utami so
1: yeah yeah if i had to give like a non-takumi answer i'd probably say like uh like Mayu and Shuri rematch, I think that would be pretty chill because uh, they had a great match last year and uh, they're both even better now. So yeah, that would definitely be one that I wish happened. Um, but, you know, we have a lot of great Shuri <laughs> matches lined up, so I'm just being greedy at that point.
3: Exactly. It's it's a greedy question, but it's it's just one of those things that's like, there's a lot of matches that we're about to get, but like, you know, matches that like I wish we were getting, you know, like an Utami versus Jumbo match or, you know, Kid versus... Uh, well, I'm always down for a Kidahzumi match, you know, like, like that sort of thing. Where it's like, oh, that that would have been like a, a useful match to have in the tournament. But obviously, the tournament is fucking stacked anyway. It, it's it is yeah. just a a greedy thing that's like, oh, I wish this was happening. It's not that deep because we're gonna get a fucking insane tournament anyway. So no complaining yeah. from this from this uh, podcast at least.
2: If my Ma- if my wanted to kill Unagi again, that'd be cool too. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah. Before uh, we wrap things up, uh, here's another question. And this is maybe one we've already gone over. Uh, what's one match that is kind of going under the radar that you think could actually like be a great match? Does that make sense? Like, What's the sleeper match of the tournament? Like, What's the match that nobody's talking about, nobody's even thinking about, but that could be great? Um, and I think we'll go we'll go to Scott first, because we've taken some of his stuff today, so uh, we'll let him take it away.
2: I'm going to go with Mayu versus Jamaica strictly based off of the start of their Cinderella match. I think mm-hmm. no one remembers that because of all the Edo tie stuff, but that was legitimately mm-hmm. on pace to be the match of the Cinderella tournament, and... It just was ruined. So, like the idea that they are gonna get twenty minutes. Hopefully, Hamika is perfectly healthy, ready to go, which she probably wasn't fully healthy back then. Um, I don't remember when that happened because. Like, oh yeah, she was. She was yeah forever. Yeah, so like the idea that those two could just go for like ten to fifteen minutes is really exciting to me like everyone's gonna pick something with maybe takumi or not you guys but like i think you know like takumi versus azumi for some people might be under the radar but i think mayu and Jamaica could have one really fun match that at least people remember from the tournament maybe it won't be the match of the tournament but definitely could remember it Mm -hmm.
3: fair michael i'm guessing um If we're talking about under the radar, we can't talk about anybody else but Kagama. I think Kagema versus Mayu um, is, is a match I'm excited to see. Because I feel like that's... Mayu's going to get the best out of Kagema. Um, and I think if if, if Kagema displays displays what she's been displaying over the past few months... I think that that'll be a really, really fun match. Um, it'll be nice to see like, you know, a stars versus stars match. because, um, you know, there aren't many stars left. So it's it's sort of an interesting little um match that again, like I haven't I like I forgot what was happening really until I like was writing down uh the the blocks and I was like, Oh yeah, that's that's a match that's happening. Um I think Mayu obviously wins there, but I think that would be a fun match. I think Kogma versus Mayu is definitely um just something that I'm I'm looking forward to. I think it'll be a fun one. I don't think really anybody's really talking about it, but it'll be a solid match. I think it's somewhere in the middle of the block, anyway, um, in the middle of the tournament, just on a random show. So uh, it it won't be like a huge match, but it'll be it'll be fun, and I'm I'm looking forward to see how Kagama does against you know one of the greatest of all time.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I actually agree with with uh, Mayu and Koguma. That's that's going to be really really good, um, if if all things go well um mine is going to be a bit more out of left field and i think dylan will understand this but mine is actually and i hope this is actually happening now because i i might be getting things mixed up uh nat's versus saki kashima they yeah, have excellent chemistry every time they've wrestled mm-hmm. in tag matches they do so well together and i think letting them do that in a tournament match uh, especially if they take a more high speed approach could definitely be one of the sleepers of the tournament like they they work so well together that I feel like they could steal any show uh, if given the right set of circumstances.
3: Yeah, I, d- I definitely get that. Um, I think Saki, when she's doing the high speed stuff, is probably um, at her best. Um, just as long as she isn't like slowing down the match and then stomping on her opponent. That's that. That was. I remember they faced each other once when Natsu like just debuted, um, and like they started doing high speed stuff. I was like, yeah, this rules. And then. <laughs> And then Saki just slowed it down and Randy Orton on it's like methodical pace is what we're doing now. And I'm just like, why? Why did like why? Why did you do this? That was a good match. Um, but you're right. If they if they go. Um, high speed i think that would be a phenomenal match and a match that you know again people aren't really talking about i I think that's a great question Alex, because there are a few matches that it's like oh obviously there's these huge matches but you know asaki versus versus natsupoy uh you know mina versus fukigen's about to be matched here i don't know like who like why nobody's talking (laughs) about it you know i mean but you know uh, maybe it's just me
1: dude fukigen and mayu are gonna wrestle again what book do you think fukigen's gonna read her this time
3: No, she's gonna rip apart her book. It's like, hey, remember this? Dleh. Like, and it's like what? Oh, that uh... was a year ago. <laughs> what? What? Like, I yeah, I had a book. Like, who? I don't. Okay. <laughs> like, the the bit's old. Come on now. Yeah. Oh man.
1: All right. Well, that's uh that's it. I don't think I have anything else, and I don't really want to drag this out any longer because this is gonna be like two hours. Um, which uh, might be our longest half, episode maybe. yet. Depends. Hour forty five. Um, yeah um anyway i i am excited i don't know about you guys i'm very excited for this tournament uh even though it is stardom and uh, all these matches will happen and be uploaded uh five days later and it'll be a hell to keep on top of but it's gonna be great like this tournament has me so excited and uh, honestly like the field it's almost up in the air as to who wins as much as we only have like we had a very select few favorites like Start, I'm gonna do whatever you know what I mean. Like, Saya could just win because Rossi is a fucking crazy man, and he's just like, I want to push yeah. Saya, so Saya wins, and that's it. Like, <laughs> you know, um, so I'm excited, uh, to see. But you know, me and Dylan will be back, uh, in the middle of the week to talk about the shows that just happened, and we're gonna do maybe a more in depth preview of the first two days of the GP, which I believe are airing live. Uh, so we will have the privilege of seeing them as they happen. Um, but With that, uh, I want to say thank you to Scott for coming on. I hope you had a good time, Scott. Uh, I hope this was worth the wait. It was.
2: I got to preview um, my favorite promotion's best tournament again. So, like, that was cool for me. Um, I don't get to do that on my own show. And then me and Parker kind of have a limit for how long we can talk. And I got to talk for nearly two hours about this. So I have it all out of my system now. So now it's just a matter (laughs) of watching it and being excited that way so thank you for having me on and uh i hope to uh maybe come on again someday
3: of, course, of course you know we can talk we know
1: you know we can talk <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's that's for true
1: oh, yeah tell me about it as the editor i uh, i i know <laughs> i know all too yeah. well um But yeah, uh, Dylan and I dropped... uh, We finally dropped the newest episode of Victory Through Guts uh, last week. It didn't get a lot of traction, but it is a FMW special. It is focused on the first half of FMW's 1991, specifically the women's division. So there's a lot of Combat Toyota, a lot of Megumi Kudo. Um, So if you're interested in learning more about that period of Joshi Wrestling, definitely give a listen to uh, Victory Through Guts. Um, Obviously, you can find us here um, on this page that you're listening to now uh, for stardom quest we will be back as i said in a couple days but with that let's close the show because i'm rambling Ooh. Woo! Uh, <laughs> if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit Whoa,
3: wait, wait wait, scott scott do you know how we do do you know how we finished this because you gotta say it too you, do you have you have no. you listened all the way through i oh, never listened to it all the way through. okay I, that's fair well that's fair. i did
2: okay. last time because i was told to because someone was singing
3: okay fair <laughs> Um, but no. Okay. So, so we close the show. Um, we're big Hazuki marks. So we close the show with Ijo every time. Okay. So, so, uh, so we say it all together after the, the closer. Okay. So just, just so, so you're aware you have to say it too, or else we're going to, we're going to get mad.
2: I'm going to be so round and <laughs> say it at the wrong time, but okay. All right. Okay.
1: Um, so yeah, if you want to stand, you may yeah. stand. If you want to sit, you may sit, believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. 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 There you go. Very, very enthusiastic there, Scott. Thanks. <laughs>